Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halochas, Yoradeya Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Gerim, Halacha Gimel, from the beginning. We dedicate the learning today, Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yisrael Abba, Rabbi Yehuda, who was the father of Rav Rosenfeld, Zechran Abracha. He was the first president of the Yeshiva Hasidei Breslov in Meisharem, and one of the founders of Breslov in the United States of America in the in the 1940s or even late 1930s. He's buried in, the, in New York in the Elman Cemetery, <clears throat> and also and the shir today is sponsored, Gershel Ben Avde, whose yard site is today also on the 22nd Chof of and we dedicate the learning for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Basgalia, Chava Baschana, Daniel Yahishua Benyente Freda Blima, Gitleya Bas Frumet, Avivachaya Bas Esther Mindel, Necharochel Bas Hindaleya, Fruma Bas Genessa, Yehudas Nechoma Bas Miriam, Chaim Yitzchok Ben Chanarivka, Dvoira Gila Simcha Bas Chava, Boruch Mordechai Bentali, Pesia Bas Chayester, Soraleya Bas Chavaliba, Avram Ben Soraleya, Avigail Brocha Ben Shiradvoira, Hillel Ben Brocha Nechama, David Lei Ben Shena, Shlamanisim Ben Mazla, Avram David Ben Chana, Nisim Ben Rivka, Chaim Arye Ben Brocha, Chaim Ben Rachel, Ides Bas Mariam Brindel, Michal Sora Bas Hadasa, Gitkanendel Bas Sipoira, Lebelea Bas Sipoira, Tuvietzvi Ben Chayaliza, Avivilana Bas Yispendel, Sarocha Bas Yispendel, Yehudis Ruchoma Bas Chavarus, Betzalel Yechiel Michel Ben Chiachava, David Ben Behia, Shendel Bas Lea, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Yisrael Ben Chanalea, Yelet Shoshana Bas Chanalea, Liana Golda Bas Chanafega, Shloimoi ben Rivka Sprinza, Ami ben Chai ben Yehudis Gila, Chaim Tzvi ben Dvoiralea, Mindel bas Freda Rivka, Avram Moshe ben Aviva, Besoich Sharcho Yisrael. Al pi ha-maimar ha-maschil, mi she-mishtade el-tomed le-karev ben-yotam el-abodas ha-shemizborach. This chapter of Likut Imran is based on chapter 59 in Likut Imran, which is entitled Heichal HaKodesh. And it refers to a person who's involved in trying to bring people who are far from Hashem close to Hashem. I in Shom study that Torah. Umevoy Rosham, Rabbein Azal explains there, Shezeh Shemishtade Lekarev Bnei Odom Lashem Yisborach, Tzorich Lishmoy Resatzmoy, Shelo Yisachzu Boy Haklipois Vohora, Shelo Bnei Odom. A person who's putting in major effort to bring people close to Hashem. He's dealing with people that still have good and bad in them, because right now they're not close to Hashem yet. So therefore he has to be very careful to protect himself, so that their bad, their negativity, the klipois and the ra that are still attached to these people, shouldn't attach itself to him. Because <laughs> 
because a person who's involved in this type of outreach is building a Heichal HaKodesh, a holy palace for Hashem. And the advice, the proper advice, the solution for this, so that the person who's doing this should be protected from the negativity of these people whom he's trying to bring close, that it shouldn't attach itself to his heart, to his thoughts, the, the solution to this is that the person should summon the angels of his heart, which means the passion of his heart. We know that angels are usually referred to as fiery angels, malachayesh. So therefore, Rabbeinu Salver is referring to a person summoning the hislavus of his heart, the passion of his heart. How does a person arouse and awaken this fire inside of them? Through mishpat, by, through justice, through auditing oneself. Whereby a person audits himself, a person makes cheshban hanefesh, they review carefully what they're doing, why they're doing it, what they're not doing, should I be doing this, should I say this, regarding our connection to Hashem and our connection to our fellow man. Shehi bechinas eish, because mishpat is a form of eish. Bechinas, as the Pasuk says in Yeshaya Navi, bo eish Hashem nishpat. Hashem judges with fire. And this fire of Mishpat burns, it battles and it counters the negativity, the klipois that are in those people whom he's trying to be makarev so that it shouldn't attach itself to him. Vroz, gam heichal hakoidesh, and when the person arouses this fire inside of himself, the person who's leading this group, that fire also addresses, burns away the, 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 the I'm sorry, then the Heichal HaKodesh, those souls that he's trying to bring close, they also receive from that fire and it burns away the klipois from being able to continue to attach themselves to the people. V'chulu, etc. Rav Nosenzal is just giving us short clips from that Torah. For more detail, look into the chapter of Likut Imran. V'oz lo'or mishpat. And then, true justice comes to light. Hainu, shenislahev halev, v'yoyshev al kiseh meaning the heart becomes fired up and is seated on a throne. Bebechinas, as the Pasuk says, koinen la mishpot kisei. He prepares the chair, the throne, for judgment. We see the connection between mishpot and the kisei. And we said mishpot is that fire. Vezeh bechinas kirya ne'emona milesi mishpot. 
And this is what the Pasuk says in Yeshayanavi, referring to the city of Yerushalayim, the trustworthy city, Kirya Ne'emana, filled with Mishpat. Kirya Zebechinas Yerushalayim Yerakoyeshanal. The Kirya here refers to Yerushalayim. Dahainu Bechinas Heichal HaKoydesh. Yerushalayim is Yira Sholem, Shlemus Hayira, which is what that Heichal HaKoydesh is all about. Because when a tzaddik is involved in bringing people close to Hashem, it's not just teaching them Torah like an academic thing. It's infusing them with Yira Shamayim, which is the most important thing. Remember, there's a, a Pasuk that we say, Moitzoi Shabbos, in the Itin where it says, Vahoya Emunas Itecha Choysen Yeshuais Chachmas Vadas. And it, those six words relate to the six sections of the oral Torah, Torah Shabal Peh. Emunas Ezroim, Itecha Ezmoye, and so on and so forth. But the Pasuk finishes, Yiras Hashem Hi Oitzoroi. But the real treasure of Hashem is Yiras Hashem. So that's the tachlis, that's the most important thing in serving Hashem. To be zeichet to true Yira Shamayim. The Mishnah says in Pirkei Avos, Imein Yira, Ein Chachma. If a person has a lot of knowledge, a lot of Chachma, but they don't have Yira, Yira Shamayim, it, it, it doesn't qualify. It's, it's like a secular wisdom, Chas V'Shalom. <clears throat> So here he says that the term Yerushalayim is a nickname for this Heichal HaKodesh. Because Rabbi Nezal says over there in the beginning of that chapter that again, the, the person doing this is trying to bring these people to Shlemus Hayira. So Rabbi Nezal, Rabbi Nezal says now, So the Heichal HaKodesh cloaks this mishpat. Question in the chat regarding this fiery judgment, a person judging themselves and being referred to as fire, but that it shouldn't become self-hatred because it's, it's so easy for it to turn into that. The answer is that that's why we have several chapters in Likut Imran where Rabbi Nezal makes reference to the mission in Pirkei Avos where it says, that a Jew is supposed to judge everybody favorably. Koloda means even myself, even myself. Now there's, there's something called denial. Denial means where a person denies that they did anything wrong. And that's not an option in Yiddishkeit. We're not looking for denial. We're looking for honesty, a person being honest and admitting and recognizing mistakes that they made or things that they did wrong. The Pasuk says, <clears throat> A person who deny, who tries to cover up their sins will not succeed. But a person who admits, they confess, and they try their best to, to go away, to turn away from the sins, Yerucham, they will draw Hashem's Rachmanus upon them. So we're talking about admitting, but at the same time, a person being able to defend themselves to Hashem. We say in davening in the morning, Kihu Yoda Yitzreinu. 
Hashem knows our Yetzirah. He knows what we're up against. He knows the different circumstances that surround us, that sometimes make us weak, that sometimes make us vulnerable, and that cause us to commit the sins. So it's a combination of two factors here. There's the audit, there's an honest audit, reviewing and recognizing and admitting things that were done wrong, but at the same time defending myself before the eyes of Hashem and pleading with Hashem to give me a chance, to give me a chance to correct it and to bring me close to the tzaddikim who will be able to help put me on the right path, to, to, to motivate me to learn Torah, which will give me again the power that I need to do the right thing. Rabbein Azal continues over there in Likut Imran, Bechinas, and this is what the Pasuk says in Yirmiyo Anovi, Bo'es ha'hi yikru li-Yerushalayim kisei Hashem, in the future, when Mashiach will come, they will declare Yerushalayim as the throne of Hashem, v'nikvu eleho kol ha'goyim l'shem Hashem, and all nations of the world will gather there to give honor to Hashem, not like in the past where the Muslims tried to make Yerushalayim a Muslim city and the other ones tried to make it their kind of city. No, this will be L'Shem Hashem. And they will no longer follow the evil thoughts and the evil desires of their heart. What the Navi is telling us here is that even though at that time many nations of the world are going to come close to Hashem. All of their evil, all the sins that they committed, and all the bad in them will not be able to turn their heart away from Hashem anymore. They will no longer follow the evil, the negativity in their heart, because that those fiery angels that are generated through this process of mishpat, which is what gives Yerushalayim this name, Hashem, the throne of Hashem. Because Rabbi Nezal shows there that Kisei is also mishpat, Kisois le mishpat. Rabbeinu Salavadeh Likutimran makes all the connections very clear. Ho'eish hazeh yisroi fesora. That fire will burn away the ra. Va'yideizeh yucha lekarev kol agoyim l'ashem isborach. And this will enable Moshiach to bring all the nations of the world close to Hashem. V'yafal pikein lo'yelchach reich shriyus libon. And despite that, they will no longer be following the negative thoughts of their heart, the bad in each in, in all of these nations will not be able any longer to turn them away from Hashem, because the fire will burn away that bad. We know there's a famous posuk at the end of Eichob, that Zion, the city of Yerushalayim, Zion is a nickname for Yerushalayim, will be redeemed with mishpat, with justice, v'shoveho, and those that will return to it, b'tztaka. These two things, mishpat and tztaka, 
number one, go together. Rabbi Nezal shows in Torah Bay's chapter 2 in the Kudimran, that staka is a form of mishpat. When I give charity, <coughs> I'm making a judgment that, that I have enough money that I can spare some money, and this poor person needs money. That judgment that I'm making of elevating the poor person and lowering myself, that's a form of mishpat, that's a form of judgment and justice. And mishpat also means mishpat, unfortunately, unfortunately in the world and even in the Jewish world. There's a, a lot of injustice, meaning there's a lot of people dealing improperly when it comes to money matters. Borrowing and not returning, people accepting investments and, and, and stealing monies, all kinds of terrible, terrible things. And we hope that the schus of what we're learning here now should, should bring about a tikkun, that Klal Yisrael should open our eyes. The Zohar Kodesh says that Hashem and the Jewish nation and the Torah are one. Hashem is emes, the Torah is emes, and a Jew is supposed to be emes. We say in the morning, We should be zeichet to be honest and, and, and fair and, and, and to be mekayim, this mishpat and staka, both of these things. Rav Nelson Zal says, Ayin Shom Kol Study that chapter in Likut Imran well to get a clearer picture of what we're saying here. Now Rav Nelson Zal continues quoting from Likut Imran, Vezeh Bechinas Es Shabsoisai Tishmoiru. The Pasuk says, Keep my Shabbases. And it uses a plural term, Shabsoisai. And the Zohar Kodesh says, this refers to a circle and a square inside of it. And the Zohar Kodesh explains what that refers to. Rabbein shows that that refers to two aspects of what's involved in this process of bringing people close to Hashem. The Gemara says in, in Shabbos that the luchos, the tablets which Hashem gave Moshe Rabbeinu, <clears throat> they were engraved, it was stone, and the letters went through and through in the stone. Now the letter Mem, Mem Sofit, and the letter Samach, if you engrave those letters, there's that little piece in the middle that has nothing to stand on because it's surrounded by empty space on all sides. So how did that piece of rock stand? And the Gemara says that the Mem and Samach <coughs> stood miraculously. There was a special miracle that held that little piece of stone in place. Now a Samach is round and a Mem, a Mem Sofit, is square. And this is what the Pasuk says in the Haftorah that we read on fast days. Hashem says, I will give you in my home and within my walls a hand and a good name. Again, that the, the Basi, my home, there's a Pasuk, a home and wealth are the inheritance, the portion that a person receives from their forefathers. 
Ayin Shom Kol Zehetev, study the chapter on Likutim Ran well to have the best foundation for this halacha. And Yitzhashem, during the limit of the halacha, will explain these things clearly. Any questions? What we see in that halacha is that this process of outreach is dangerous. There's a lot of danger associated with it. It's not simple. <clears throat> a person who's looking for people who are not yet close to Hashem, and the person is going to engage them and socialize with them and, and be and spend time with them and speak to them and listen to them, they're, they're coming into contact with all kinds of stuff. And the person needs to know that they need protection. They need this shmira. And Rabbi Nezal says in this chapter, one of the most important forms of this shmira is this mishpat, that the person has to make sure to have his spiritus regularly. And what a major part of our hispoidus is this mishpat, a person reviewing, cheshbon anefesh, reviewing everything that they're doing and everything that they're not doing, everything that going on in my relationship with Hashem and everything going on with my relationship with people, doing an honest audit review and, and trying to recognize where, the, where my mistakes are, what I did wrong, what I could be doing better, to acknowledge that and to verbalize it to Hashem and, and that this mishpat is a tremendous protection. There's a pasuk, there's a few psukim related to this in terms of the hispiridus. There's a pasuk until him, cham libi bekirbi, my heart is warm, is hot inside of me, behagigi tivaresh, when I think a fire burns, and, and obviously it's, it's referring to this type of thinking, this mishpat, it turns on a fire, dibarti bilashoni, and I express this with my tongue, with my mouth. I give out this fire in my hispiridus, in my tefillah tashem. <coughs> Any questions? Now Rav Nassim begins. Paragraph Bays. This is the whole concept of gerim, which require these two major steps, uh, a circumcision and then dipping in the mikveh. And in addition, it requires a bezden of three. And our rabbis derive this halacha, midrsiv mishpat gabiger, <coughs> because we find the word mishpat used in a sentence which refers to gerim, converts, and we know that the, mish, the word mishpat in other places in the Torah refers to a court of law, of which the minimum is three judges. Ki hager, because a convert who is a non he was a non-Jew, which means he was as far away as he could be from holiness. And this person wants to leave the impurity of the non-Jew of non-Jewish nations and enter into the holiness of the Jewish nation. It requires a court of three, Sheshom Iker HaMishpat. That's where the Torah tells us you have Mishpat, 
we know that Parshas Mishpatim, Ve'ela HaMishpatim Asher Tosim Lefneim, gives us all of these types of laws that, and speaking about a Bezdin. V'yalkein yesh lebezdin daiko koyach lekarvoy lachnisoy tachas kanfei ashchina. And this is why the Torah shows us that it's a bezdin of three, three judges that have the ability to bring this non-Jew close and to help him enter under the wings of the Shekhinah. Kimeachar shehem bezdin shel shloisha, sheshlem koyach lasis mishpod, because they are a quorum of three who have the authority to establish mishpod justice, because all types of justice is established in a court of at least three judges. Because the Torah gives these three people this power of mishpat, therefore they have the authority and the ability to bring a ger close to Hashem. Because the negativity that's found in the hearts of these non-Jews who are coming to convert is not able to attach itself to them. Because the fire of Mishpat of these three judges will burn, destroy the Ra of, of these, the person coming to convert. And this is why the Torah uses that word mishpat when it wants to say the same law is kept by regular Jews and by converts. And the Torah uses the word mishpat to teach us that a ger requires a beit mishpat, a court of three. They are masters of mishpat. Because it's impossible for a ger to come close to Hashem properly without this mishpat, as is expressed over there in chapter 59 of the Kutim In order to activate this fire of mishpat, and thereby burn away, eliminate the negativity that was attached to him or her. Paragraph Gimel. And therefore, before dipping in the mikvah, step one, he requires a bris mila. Because the orla that covers the bris that represents the ra, the evil, the tumor of the original snake that's attached to him. And it's impossible to bring him close unless we remove that for we, we do the bris we remove that orla, which is that negativity that's attached to him. And after that, we can bring this person close to Hashem. Because it's extremely important. The first step is to eliminate that Ra that's attached to him. And this is why the halacha is that if they did the immersion in the mikvah, before the bris milah, it doesn't count. 
We have to first remove the negativity, the evil, which is the Orla. And only afterwards, he can become further purified by the immersion in the mikvah and come close to Hashem. Because the main thing, the most important thing is to get rid of that ra, that negativity that was attached to these souls that want to come close. Because at first, this person, in the beginning, this person was among the goyim, among the klipois. This is Yerushalayim. I have placed it among the nations. So this person now, who has this feeling of Yerushalayim, they want to come close to Hashem, they want to join the Jewish nation, at a certain point in time, they're Therefore, we have to first remove that Ra from the Geirim through the Bris Mila, and only afterwards the, can become further purified through the immersion in the mikvah, <coughs> and to bring him close to Hashem. Question Can it be said that there's less of a difference? between a Jewish woman versus non-Jewish woman, then between a Jewish man versus a non-Jewish man, because the woman doesn't have this obstacle, the Arla. The answer is, I don't know. Again, we, we don't have the right to, 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 to judge these things on our own. We have to see if the Sfarim Akdashim, if the Sifrei Kabbalah or the Gemara, in some cases, will give us, will, will make such a statement. Rav Nosnazal says now that these two procedures that a convert has to go through correspond to those two letters in the Luchos that the Gemara makes a point of saying were miraculous. The circle and the square that are mentioned in that chapter. Shehim Bechinas Mishpot V'kisei Hamavoyer Sham Rabbein Azal says there that this is the, the Mishpot and the Kisei Rabbein Azal brings Psukim over there and Likutem Ran he brings a Pasuk to show that an aspect of the Kisei was round and Mishpot the Choshen Mishpot which the Kohen Gadol wore it says Ravu it should be square so Kisei Mishpat is this concept of round and square. Ki mitzvahs milo shehi bitul horashu arlo zebechinas bitul ho'isur b'shishim. Shehu alidei bechinas ha-samach, shi bechinas malchus, bechinas shishim heima malochus. Rav Nosanzal says now that first step of eliminating, removing the arlo, removing is like an aspect of what we have in Hebrew law that it's possible to eliminate something negative by putting it into 60 times as much of positive. The concept of bitul ha'isr b'shishim, that if a piece of treif falls into 60 times as much kosher and it's not recognizable, you can't recognize which is the treif piece, 
and again, there's some other criteria that you have to know, that trade piece can become kosher. So we see that 60, Samach, is, is, has this power to kosher something that was originally negative, to remove the Isur. And 60 is also Malchus. The Pesach says in Shira Shirim, Shishim Heima Malochais, referring to the 60 descendants of Avram Avinu. O Malchus, he bechinas cherev pifios. And we know that the Zohar Kodesh Kemuva B'Mokam Acher, Rabbein Zal in chapter 30, re- quotes, I believe, from the Zohar Kodesh, that Malchus is associated with a double-edged sword. A so- Malchus is Dino de Malchus Adino. Malchus is Midas Adin, which is this Cherev. We learned a lot about this in Hilcheshchita, if you recall. Bechinas Cherev Noikemes Nekambris. The sword that avenges the revenge for the bris. Shehi bechinas hacherev v'hasakin shel hamila. Which in our case also refers to the knife that the moihel uses for the bris mila. which cuts away that orla umevatel and eliminates the ra. Shekoyach hacherev hazeh nimshach mebechinas eish hamishpat. What empowers that knife is that fire of mishpat. Bebchinas ki boesh Hashem nishpat u becharboi es kol baser. Note, Rab Nosenzal finishes the pasuk for you <coughs> over there in Likutim Ram. Rab makes reference to the first part of the pasuk, showing that esh is mishpat. Rab Nosenzal says, but take a look at the whole pasuk. Ki boesh Hashem nishpat u becharboi es kol baser. <coughs> With fire, Hashem judges, and with the sword, all flesh, all mankind. But note, the charboy and the bosor refers to the, the knife that the moyel uses to remove the orla, that that's the aspect of mishpat. That's the mishpat, that's the square, that's the, that's the, the, the mishpat, and that's the samach in this case. And this is why we know one of the psukim that we recite <coughs> on a day of a bris mila is They praise Hashem with their throats and they carry a double-edged sword in their hand. This whole Pasuk is referring to Malchus because Malchus is Tfilah. Dovar HaMelech says, Va'ani Tfilah. And Roimamoyskel Begroinam, praising Hashem with your throats, refers to Tfilah, which is Malchus. The Cherev Pifios and the sword is also Malchus. And Rav Nostal says here, Malchus Peh, the mouth with which a person praises Hashem, is again Malchus. Shehi bechinas cherev pifios, shehu machnia v'choytech u'mevatel esoorlo, pegama bris, bechinas ra'am. That defeats, cuts away, and eliminates the, the ra, the pegama bris. Bebechinas cherev noikemes nekam bris. As the Pesach says, the sword avenges the Nekam Bris. 
meaning it fixes, it repairs. What By removing the Arla, that's its beetle. That's the beetle. That's its tikkun. And this is why the Pasuk finishes, that it, it mentions where it speaks there about praising Hashem with your throats and this sword, it concludes with taking revenge from the other nations and, and establishing the written Mishpat. Rav Nosanzal says Mishpat Daika. Note the term Mishpat here. Because this sword, this knife, performs the mishpat that's needed by the goyim. Because the sword, the knife in this case, is that power, that fire that comes from mishpat. Which cuts and thereby burns, removes that Ra, which is the Orla. Bebechinas ki bo'esh Hashem nishpat u'becharboi. That cherev, that knife of the moel, is this esh, this fire, which destroys the Orla. It's mevatel the Orla. Sometimes beetle means to make it kosher, and sometimes beetle means to get rid of it. When on, on, on Erev Pesach we search for chametz, and then we do beetle. Beetle means that I'm eliminating it completely. Nimza shahamila hi bechinas beetle hora alide eish hamishpat shuacherav asakin shalmila shibchinas malchus bechinas kisei mishpat. So we, we're seeing here that the bris mila is a form of eliminating ra through that fire of mishpat which in this case is represented by that knife, the Moyel's knife, which is Malchus, which is Kisei Mishpat. And Rabbeinu Zal, in the middle of that chapter, on or towards the end, shows that then the justice of the world is, is brought to light and, and, and the, the true king sits on his throne. And Rabbi Nezal continues there to say, Then we zoichet to the holiness of Shabbos. Shehi bechinas igula v'ribua delegoi. Shabbos contains in it both of these powers, the circle and the square, the kisei and the mishpat. Bechinas mem v'samach. Kimavur b'maymarnal, as Rabbi Nezal expresses this over there in chapter 59. In Likutei Maran. And this is the concept of the immersion in the mikvah that takes place after the bris hamem. That's the mem that Rabbi Nezal refers to there. the square. Ki hi shel mem so, because dipping in the mikvah means dipping in a in a, a gathering of water that's at least forty so. That's the measurement of mikvah. mem hanal. That's the mem that Rabbi Nezal is referring to there. Vioz nisalim haboli taher besoich hamem so shel mikvah. And when it, when the when the ger goes into the mikvah, they become completely covered and hidden 
in the waters, the 40 saw of the mikvah, venase kisei umerkova lahamemanal. And that person, that ger, becomes a throne, a chariot for this mem, shezebchinas kisei mishpat, this throne of justice. And this is what the Pasuk says again in Yirmiyah, that there'll come a time in the future when the city of Yerushalayim will be known as the throne of Hashem, <coughs> and all nations will gather to it. Now in Hebrew there's a lot of words <coughs> that mean to gather. Lekabetz means to gather. Leesof means to gather. It uses the word venikvu. Venikvu daiko. Bechinas mikveh memso. This is alluding to the mikveh of 40 so. Shehu mem. That's this mem. Bechinas mishpat. Remember, the mem is square, like the choshen mishpat that the Kohen Gadol wore, the breastplate. Shalidezeh neskarven kol hagoyim umeskairim. That's what will enable all the other nations of the world to come close and to convert. Question. Rav Nelson Zal writes, we saw that the removal of the Orla is similar to the Betel Beshishim, where in the case of the Betel Beshishim, it's, it, it, it be not, it's not removed, but becomes nullified in something permitted. The answer is that... <coughs> When a comparison is being made between two things, anywhere, anywhere in Torah, it doesn't mean that they're identical. It means we're showing a certain similarity between the two of them. You can't assume that, oh, this equals this. That's not the case. We're showing a certain similarity between the two, which enables us, which makes a bridge where we're able to learn one from the other, or we're able to say this is able to bring about a similar result to this. Not an identical result, a similar result. Paragraph Hey, Nimtza, we conclude therefore, She'yefsha lekarev balei tshuva vegeirim lashemizborach kim alidei bechinas mishpot kanal. We conclude from here that it's impossible to bring Converts and Balichufa, and this is something that Rabbeinazal and Rabnosanzal very often put together. Again, they're not equal. About Chuva and Agar are not identical, but there's a major similarity to them. That both of them are coming from being far from Hashem and wanting to come close to Hashem. A Gair and a Balchuva though could be thousands of levels apart. And it's for this, this is one of the major reasons why on Rosh, we travel to Tzadikim for Rosh Hashanah. Al Rosh Hashanah Daika. Why, why not for Pesach? Why Rosh Hashanah specifically? Because any person who really wants to come close to Hashem and most definitely it is impossible for a person to really come close to Hashem without connecting to the true tzaddik of the generation 
ואין הצדיק יוכל לקרבוי כמו על ידי בחינס משפט כנעל. And the tzadik cannot accomplish that really without משפט. ועל כן נויסנה על ראש השונה דייקה. That's why we, we come on Rosh Hashanah specifically. Ki Rosh Hashanah hu yoyim ha-mishpat. We say on, on Rosh Hashanah, Tiku b'chodesh shoifor b'kesel yoyim chagenu ki choyk l'Yisrael hu mishpat l'loike Yaakov. V'yalkein oz hu yoyim rishon shal aseres yimei tshuva. And that's why Rosh Hashanah is what initiates the ten days of tshuva. And it's then for Rosh Hashanah that we travel to tzadikim in order to come close to Hashem. Because again, the Torah tells us that on Rosh Hashanah is when we hope that the true justice will come to light. And this mishpat burns, destroys completely the negativity of those who want to come close. And then the justice, the mishpat, sits on its throne. Because all of this is being accomplished specifically on Rosh Hashanah, which is the Day of Judgment. V'yalkein oz hu iker zman hizkarvus l'ashem hizborach al yidei tzadik ha'ador amitiyim. And that's why Rosh Hashanah is, is one of the most important, if not the most important time of coming close to Hashem through <coughs> the connection to the tzadik, the true tzadik of the generation. <coughs> Note, Rav Nosson is being very, very specific here. Tzadi, he's not just saying through tzaddikim, and he's not saying through the, the tzaddikim of the generation. He's saying tzaddikei hadoyer ha'amitiyim. A very powerful title here, the true tzaddikim of the generation. Ki kol avoydaseinu barosh Hashanah legaloi selekusi yisbarach lechol boi oilam. Ad sheyishmu rechoikim v'yavoyu because our main focus on Rosh Hashanah is to reveal and broadcast Hashem to the entire world so that those people who are far away will hear and come and convert and come close to Hashem. As we say throughout the Shmon Esrei of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, Hashem, please impose your fear, your awe, upon all of your creations, upon everything that you've created. And let everyone make one joint union to, 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 to fulfill the will of Hashem. And may you, Hashem, rule over all of your creations. And let every single one of your creations come to realize that you created them. And let every human being into whom you blew a soul into their nostrils 
come to recognize. And, and so too throughout the prayers, especially, especially the paragraph in Shmon Esrei, which is, Everyone will come to serve you. This is one of the most powerful paragraphs in the Shmon Esrei that the Chazan repeats, the Musaf Shmon Esrei, where in the breast of Shuls on Rosh Hashanah, the whole Shul comes to life. It's a billion watts of energy when they sing this Ve'yasu Choyl, which, which, which that, that paragraph goes in detail, showing how all the nations will come and recognize Hashem and, and crown Hashem, place the crown on Hashem's head, that Hashem will be recognized as ruler by the entire world. This paragraph Zayin, <clears throat> and this is also the whole concept of the shoifor. Because the sound of the sh- the blast of the shoifor, which is supposed to be powerful, is a display of yira, and, and is supposed to impose yira, as the Pasuk says in the Navi Omois, can a shoifer be blown in a city and the nation will not tremble? So we see shoifer is yira. The yira he bechinas eish, bechinas mishpat. And yira is synonymous to fire, mishpat. Bebechinas ki Hashem Eloikecho eish oichlahu. Hashem is a destructive fire, great and awesome. And again, this is the mishpat of Hashem. And because of the fact that the sound of the shoifer is this gevura, this yira, this mishpat, Therefore, through the sound of the shofar, we activate that fire of mishpat. Bebechinas, as the Pesach says in Tehillim, Koil Hashem choitzev lahavoyseish. The voice of Hashem, the sound of Hashem, carves out fiery flames. Ki shofar shel Rosh Hashanah hu shofar shel Ayil. The shofar that we use on Rosh Hashanah <coughs> is like the ram's, the horn of a ram, Bechinas Eloi Shel Yitzchak, which reminds Hashem of the Akedah, when Yitzchak Avinu was willing to give up his life for Hashem and was replaced by a ram. Shehu Bechinas Koil HaShoifer Shel Matan Torah, which is also the sound of the shofar that blasted at the time the Torah was given on Har Sinai, on Shavuos. And just like we mention the sounds of the shofar of Matan Torah in the Shmon Esrei of Rosh Hashanah, there's a whole paragraph there, a whole major paragraph in the repetition of the Shmon Esrei. And the sound of the shofar on Shavuos at Har Sinai came forth with fire. The entire nation saw 
the sounds of the shofar and the fire at Har Sinai. And there are many psukim that speak about this. Because at the time that the Jewish nation received the Torah at Har Sinai, all of us were like Geirim. That was the beginning of our coming close to Hashem as a nation. Whereby we were coming out of the Tumah, the deep, deep impurity in Egypt, and entering into the holiness of the Jewish nation. As Rashi Kodesh points out over there, and this is why there's a major focus on converts on Shavuos. We read Megillus Rus. Ki Shavuos, Shehumatan Torah, Hu Bechinas Hiskarvus Geirimu Balei Because Shavuos, which is when the Jewish nation received the Torah, is, is about the Geirim and Balei Tshuva coming close. And that's why there had to be these special effects, the sound of the shofar and the fire. All of this is that fire of justice. In order to remove from them the negativity that was attached to us from the Tumah of Mitzrayim. We'll hold it over here for now. We're in the middle of a paragraph. We'll continue from here, Amir Tzashem, in the next shir. Any questions, please? Nothing is coincidence. About a year ago, maybe a little more than a year ago, I was contacted by a family in California. And through emails, at first emails, maybe WhatsApps, and I got to hear incredible good things about this family the wife, the husband, the son, the children, etc. And the, the topic of conversion came up, and it came to light that conversion is not an easy process. It's not easy, it's not simple. And Rabbi Nezal shows us in that chapter on the Kutimran that the tshuva process is not simple and it's not easy. And it, because again, there's a, there's a, a, a concept of denial that could easily happen, that a person wants to make believe that, that it's not there, that something is not there that is there. And Rabbi Nezal teaches us that this world, from the time that Adam and Chava partook from the eight Hadas, Toi Vora, there's Toi and Ra in everything. And there's different levels and different types of Toi and Ra. And the Torah defines everything, and the Torah tells us what's, what's required to be able to eliminate it. But we, we also see that in, in, a, in certain respects, the Geirim and Balei have the most important role in Klal Yisrael. We see here Shavuos, Matan Torah, Megillas Rus, Parshas Yisroi. Matan Torah takes place in Parshas Yisroi to highlight that this is, in some ways, this is most important. By, as Rabbi Nezal writes in Likut Imran, that the highest level of respect for Hashem is when those who are distant from Hashem come close to Hashem. We should be zeichet to have our chilek in this. We should be zeichet to get to see the v'nohar whale of kol when when Hashem's malchus will be revealed and, and respected.
by the entire world with the coming of Moshiach, the Gula Shlema, Bemhera Bemeno, Amen, Amen.